and welcome to Devotions on the Psalms, Israel's Songbook, a podcast by Christ Lutheran Church in Brea, California. On today's episode, Pastor Pat Hauser leads us through Psalm 26. Hey, a very good Wednesday to you. Pastor Pat here with our Wednesday Psalm devotion, and today I'm very blessed to share with you a devotion that is based on Psalm 26, another Psalm of David. Before we get started, though, let's open up in a word of prayer. Gracious God, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for all gifts that you give us, Lord, this cooler weather that you've sent us, Lord. What a blessing that is. Now we thank you for this word from your servant, David. We pray by the power of your Holy Spirit that you would open our hearts and our minds to the truth of this word, that it would sink into our hearts and take root, and that it would bear fruit in our lives, Lord. Bless our time of devotion and reflection now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, always a good place to start is to read that psalm. And so turn to Psalm 26. It's a psalm of David. The subheading in my translation, the ESV, says, I will bless the Lord. So let me go ahead and read that psalm to you now. Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity, and I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Prove me, O Lord, and try me. Test my heart and my mind. For your steadfast love is before my eyes, and I walk in your faithfulness. I do not sit with men of falsehood, nor do I consort with hypocrites. I hate the assembly of evildoers, and I will not sit with the wicked. I wash my hands in innocence, and go around your altar, O Lord, proclaiming thanksgiving aloud, and telling all your wondrous deeds. O Lord, I love the habitation of your house, and the place where your glory dwells. Do not sweep my soul away with sinners, nor my life with bloodthirsty men, in whose hands are evil devices, and whose right hands are full of bribes. But as for me, I shall walk in my integrity, redeem me, and be gracious to me. My foot stands on level ground. In the great assembly, I will bless the Lord. So a very big hint as to what this psalm is about is the very first word. David asks God to vindicate him, to vindicate him. And so we can kind of take it to mean that David has been accused of something, perhaps even falsely accused, and he is calling out to God to prove him right. I don't know about you, but if you've ever been falsely accused of something, it can seem like a pretty uphill slope to prove that you're not guilty of that thing of which you've been accused. And you might find yourself crying out to God that he would vindicate you, that he would prove you right. Now, one of the things that's really interesting about this psalm that I found is that David kind of lays out this really impressive resume of the way that he has led a godly and upright life, almost as though bringing his resume before God in order to prove that he is worthy of God's vindication. Now, we know if you've read anything about David, yes, he was a man after God's own heart. However, he was not perfect or sinless by any means. And so I think it's a good cautionary tale to us that Should we try to live upright, godly lives? Of course, and this psalm provides us 
five key ways that we can go about living upright and godly lives. But an important point here is we're not perfect and we can go before God with our cries for help knowing that we are flawed and sinful because it was Jesus himself through his death and resurrection that broke down that barrier, tore that curtain between us and our ability to go to God the Father directly. And because of Jesus and what he's done, we can go to the Father in prayer directly and pour our hearts out to him. Well, in this psalm, David pours his heart out because he's been accused of something. And I think what he does for us is he provides us something of a recipe for living upright and godly lives. And so I just, we want to live lives that are above reproach because then we'll feel a lot better about going to God, asking him for help. And the second thing is the likelihood that we'll be falsely accused of something would probably be significantly reduced if we are living lives above reproach as followers of Jesus Christ. So the things that we need to do, well, this is the law to live lives above reproach. The first thing we need to do is trust God for all things. David indicates his great trust of God, and we ought to do the same, to trust God for all things, for his provision, for his protection, and for keeping his promises. A second ingredient to living a life above reproach is to stay focused on God in our hearts and in our minds. And I think that's kind of a threefold method that we can undertake to keep focused on God in our hearts and our minds. The first thing is our prayer life, most definitely. The second thing would be our devotional life, our, our life of study of God's word. And then the third way would be worship. Now we're going to be blessed very, very soon to return to indoor worship, especially in light of the heat wave that we've been in the midst of. It'll be pretty nice to get back inside in the air conditioning, I think. But this is kind of a threefold way to stay focused on God in heart and mind through our prayer lives, through our study of his word and our worship lives. Another way I think we can live lives above reproach and diminish this likelihood of false accusation is to choose our company wisely. David speaks about this in great detail, starting in verse four. He says, I do not sit with men of falsehood, nor do I consort with hypocrites. I hate the assembly of evildoers and I will not sit with the wicked. It seems as though David chose his company wisely in order to live a life that was above reproach. And we ought to do that very same thing. One of the illustrations that I used to share with the confirmands is if you took a brand new shiny penny and you had five tarnished pennies in your pocket, you put that shiny bright penny in that pocket with those tarnished pennies, and after a while, you'll pull them all out and you won't be able to see the difference. They will all be equally tarnished. And so choose our company wisely. Number four, I think, that comes becomes evident in this psalm is 
to be thankful for God's blessings. Always. We were outside for worship this week and by the 10 o'clock service, it was really close to 100 degrees. And I guess we could have been grumpy and grumbling about the heat, but we were thankful that we had fresh water on ice and we were thankful that we had a canopy over our heads and the sun wasn't beating down on us. And we were thankful that we were gathered together as God's people for word and sacrament. And so in spite of the difficulties that we face and friends, we're facing a lot of difficulties in this world today. Be thankful for God's blessings. Finally, David writes to walk in integrity, that I am walking in my integrity. And a verse that came to mind when I read uh, verses 11 and 12 in today's psalm was Micah chapter 6 verse 8. It's one of my favorite verses in all of scripture, but it really sums up this life above reproach, the Christian life, very, very concisely. Micah writes, He has told you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you? But to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. Do justice, love kindness, walk humbly. So in addition to David's star-studded resume here of the ways that he had tried to live a life above reproach, we have the prophet Micah showing us quite concisely what God requires of us. I thank you for your time and your attention to this amazing psalm. I think it shows us very clearly what God would have us do in our lives, what he uh, would want us to do to live these lives above reproach, but know that you're going to fall short and that you can still take your concerns to God and you can pray for his vindication, his protection, and his continued love, grace, and mercy. God's blessings to you this Wednesday. And I'll see you very, very soon. Take good care. Thank you for joining us. As a reminder, follow Christ Bray on all social media outlets and visit ChristBray.org.